We've been asked to separate our spiritual beliefs from our work or even public lives. For those on a spiritual journey, it becomes increasingly challenging as we seek a deeper meaning. Together, we'll have the tough conversations that help us uncover our truth. Hi, everyone. This is Myra Nimchayung. Welcome to the Modern Spirituality Podcast. In the past couple, two years, you guys have all contributed to my faith and my spirituality. So I want to hear what you believe in and what your experiences are because I feel like you've all guided me in a way that, I I mean, like I couldn't have prayed for better guidance. Since Kim is to my left, I'll start with Kim. And just kind of my experience and everything and what got me, I guess, to where I am now is kind of what you're curious about. Um, Honestly, I think it started when I was in high school, I think. So I will, like, from the get-go, I'll start off by saying I'm more religion-based and not as much spiritual. Like, I'm I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. I feel things with energy and um, completely I'm open to that. But I think for me, I think something that stands out incredibly. Um, I had moved to Naperville when I was eighth grade. And you all know, excuse my language, but you know, eighth graders can be real assholes, you know? <laughs> and I go from Alabama to Naperville. That wow, was not, that's a huge difference. It was not an easy transition. And so I think for like a year and a half, I didn't have any friends. And at that age, like you need those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have it. And I would cry Every day I stopped believing in God because I was like, there's there's no way if there was a God out there, I would be this miserable. Um, And then there was one day that I just I lost it. I was sobbing uncontrollably, hyperventilating like I couldn't catch my breath. And I basically had just like given up. And I distinctly remember this. I felt this hand on my right shoulder. I was sitting on my bed. And I felt this hand. And the moment I felt it, like, I don't know who it was. Was it God? Was it Jesus? Was it my guardian angel? I don't know. But the minute I felt it, I was like, uh, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that, I things did get better. After that, I, I made friends that I'm still friends with to, today. And I think for me, I from an early age, I realized... God has a plan for you and you can sit Mm -hmm. here and you can pray for the things that you want to happen. But at the end of the day, I think God knows what is God knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for you more than you know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And I think for me now, when I pray, I'm always just kind of thinking, how can I keep my eyes open to what God has planned for me. We all have our choices. We, Mm -hmm. you know, you can choose this way or you can choose the other. And I, that's what I pray for is not God. Can you give me this? God, make this happen. I pray, let God's will be Mm -hmm. and that I am open to finding it. And I think that has just persisted with my life and my outlook until today. God, that was like half my life ago. It's crazy. (laughs) He's not going to leave you. No, he's here. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's um, it's a comforting thing, I think, to, um, what is it, let go and let God. Mm-hmm. That is, I guess that's, you could say that's my life motto, mm-hmm. let go and let God. So in 
spirituality um, and faith, I think it has the same, right? You're supposed to let things flow however mm-hmm. it's supposed to happen. You can't ever, like, God has a plan for you, right? There is a plan. So I think that when you do let, you open up your heart and you let God in or whatever it is that you believe to guide you. And I think that, I mean, like I got chills when she said that somebody touched her shoulder. Mm -hmm. Like I felt it. I felt Mm -hmm. the touch, not that touch, but the experience that Mm -hmm. she had, Mm -hmm. I felt it. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay, my very spiritual friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, so just to comment on, um, what you were saying, Kim. So I, I come from like the complete opposite side of the spectrum. I wasn't raised with religion in, in my life at all. And I think that there's something, um, use the word comforting. And that was all I kept thinking about just to be rooted in that from a young age where you, um, can take comfort in the fact that, um, as long as you don't resist what is coming to you, Mm -hmm. you're open to it that there's always a bigger plan for you. And I think that's what really uh, initially drew me to spirituality was in my house, it was kind of like where my parents both grew up in religious homes. And so they made the decision that they were going to have their kids choose their religion, pick their religion, learn about multiple Mm -hmm. religions. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like something was missing, you know, like I I went to church with friends and, and I felt like there was something that was just, I, I don't know. Like I didn't necessarily connect with religion because I didn't have enough of it mm-hmm. in um in in my life. But I was really drawn to spirituality. I had an experience when I was sixteen or seventeen. So I grew up in Iowa. Mm. There's a lot of dirt roads. <laughs> you know what teenagers <laughs> like to do on dirt roads? Mm-hmm. They go drinking. So um I was in the car with my high school boyfriend at the time and in Iowa it also snows and ices and you know mm-hmm. and um so we're driving and it's probably yeah. I don't know 12:30 at night and um the car's driving and we're not going super fast but we're on a little bit of a hill mm-hmm. and at the end of the hill there's a stop sign mm-hmm. and there's a stop sign like basically it kind of stops there and then there's a highway and on the other side of the highway is just as you'd expect in Iowa cornfields <laughs> so <laughs> basically that road was coming to an end and you had to turn one way or the other onto the highway mm-hmm. well we had a patch of ice and it became really clear that we weren't going to be able to stop at the stop sign mm-hmm. and um the car kept going and all of a sudden it was like everything just kind of went into slow motion and I was in the passenger seat and I looked over my shoulder, started looking out the window, and I could see headlights. And it was a big semi on the highway coming oh straight God. for us. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I remember my boyfriend just having this like major fearful energy, and mm-hmm. I felt super calm. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, we had another patch of ice that accelerated the car even faster. And we flew, I mean, I don't even know what it was, but this car just like, shot into across the highway and the truck missed us and just just, scientifically speaking like Mm -hmm. right like as as far as physics are concerned like there's just no way that that could have happened because Mm of where we both were and the acceleration and the speed we just shot through and 
the whole time I just felt totally calm Mm -hmm. and he was panicking. So I went and took the wheel and drove, like we got out of the car and he was like, are you okay? Oh my gosh. You know, the feelings that you typically Mm -hmm. would have when you have a near death experience. I was super calm. Um, and about eight years before that, my cousin had died in a car accident and the whole time I just felt like, no, I'm in good hands. Mm -hmm. Scott, Scott's got this. Mm -hmm. And I was 16. I was not religious, and this was not something that should have even come into my psyche at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So from that point forward, I was just really curious, but also super intimidated. And so I love that you're you're starting these conversations because I think everybody has to start somewhere, especially Mm -hmm. for those of us that haven't really been exposed to it. Mm -hmm. So that was how I started to become curious. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my journey has just gone on from there. It just gets louder and louder and louder. You, and I think it's going to stop anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just gets I, yeah, louder and louder. Not. Yeah, it does. Or at all. Yeah. It never stop at all. Yeah. Um, I had no idea that you had that experience, and I just got chills when you said that. And, like, you know that somebody was your guardian, you know, God, your guardian angels, whatever it, it was that saved your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can be here and have these experiences and guide me to the experiences that we're all ha- that we've had together. And um, I met Andy uh, because he had to call me to have me <laughs> read re up my membership to uh, membership. Yeah. <laughs> and so we kind of just like messaged back and forth. And um, I we probably met like in person once mm-hmm. and. Then Andy posted something on Facebook Mm -hmm. that captured my attention and I asked him about it. Mm -hmm. And then we started becoming friendly. Mm -hmm. And then when the next time I saw Andy, we were at another big event and I feel this energy transfer between us mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So tell me about you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um, well, this, listening to the both of you, it, my story seems like a little bit of, of both. Um, it's a little combination of the two of you. Um, I guess I consider myself spiritual, um, but it didn't start off like that. I used to be really religious mm-hmm. when I was younger. So <laughs> I was that kid that, you know, would would sit and and uh, and close his eyes and and really feel like he's the one changing the weather. Like I, I'm the I'm the kid that uh, it was really sunny and then I just concentrated a little bit and I know that it would be not sunny and then and then close my eyes a little bit and and I feel like I could bring it back. I could bring back the sun and it did. And I really felt like that was because of me. I was I was that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but that, at the same time, at at that time, I was very religious. At the same time. Um, I was that altar boy. I was, you know, uh, I'm not very tall, so I'm, I'm, I'm that little <laughs> kid with a with a cross in front, you know, and carrying it all the time at processions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started off being very religious when I was a kid. I used to read the Bible every night, you know. That, that was that was me, and really prayed every day. Mm-hmm. So that was that. But um, but when I got to high school, I got curious, and I wanted, wanted to learn more, and I didn't want to stop with the Bible. I started reading other books. I started reading the Rig Veda, the Upanishads. 
um, and uh, different Japanese ghost shows and things like that. And I just got curious about other religions. And I think my turning point was when I met a medium. Uh, her name is Joan. And, um, and at that time, I, every time I see the image of, of Buddha, it, it, I get drawn to it. Whether it's in a, whether it's a statue, whether it's in a pillow, or any you know furniture, I, I get drawn to. It. I never understood why. And and when I met Joan, um, she's a medium, so she was able to open up my world to spirituality. And I guess that's when I started being spiritual because I, I understood more and I didn't stop. Like I just wanted to learn more and more. And then at that time, that's when I I, I learned who my guides were. And 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 learn about past life and 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 different souls from you know from our past lives, and and I and the reason why I was able to get drawn from the image of Buddha because I did have uh, a, a relationship or a friendship with with Siddhartha Gautama who was Buddha and and when I learned that I had this feeling within my body almost chills because it made sense you know because you know when you feel close to somebody even now right even in this life. You know, you, you you would feel it, and then, you know, even though it was in past lives, I, I got the same feeling again, and that's that's how I that's why it would get drawn to me because there was just closeness there, and I never stopped from that point. Mm-hmm. Um, just fast forward a little bit, uh, a couple of years ago, I, I met my twin flame. Um, fortunately, in this life, I was able to meet her, and my 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 learning exponentially just grew from there. Um, uh, we had a soul contract, so I was helping her with, you know, her past relationship and things like that. And in return, she helped me learn a lot about spirituality. Um, I started doing Reiki. Um, I started learning different modalities. I started doing uh, different crazy stuff. <laughs> I, would, I would tell friends, like, it's stuff that you only see in movies, like astral travel, uh, past life regression, um, I, I, uh, past life glimpse, which I call my specialty now. I've done it a few times, and every time I do that, like you, you'll never see life the same ever again, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like, I'm still learning. I'm still wanted to learn more and more and more. And uh, so back to when I met Myra, you know, I, I I really felt this this energy, and and I think at that time she was just really in the cusp of growing. For sure, <laughs> you know, and and then and then just from the past, honestly, just the past year. I think like the past two years. So I think I was told that I met my twin flame. I'm not sure how um, true that is. Mm-hmm. I, I still have questionable thoughts about that. But I, what I do know is that it awakened my spirituality again, mm-hmm. and. Um, I do remember the last time, like, so before quarantine, we went, we were going to a Blackhawks game mm-hmm. for Aria, and mm-hmm. I stood next to him, and I was like, do you feel that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, static. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then we went to um, Satnam yoga mm-hmm. to do their healing yeah they have a healing circle every um first friday, first friday they the did mm-hmm. every single person that walked past me it was like i felt them mm-hmm. and even though i didn't see them i felt them mm-hmm. so um I, that's I, like, I just really believed you know at that time it was just your 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 time to grow it um was. You, you were you were ready basically what 
what the you know what our our spirit guides was telling us. Mm-hmm. So every time I saw you, you know, I would get weird messages for her, and you know, at that time it might not make sense um, to me or even to her. But mm-hmm. then after a while, yeah, that and that totally makes sense, and 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 I see why you say that, and. And with me too, you know, you, yeah. you helped me grow as well. You know, it's just now a one-way street. So I was, I felt like I grew as well, Myra. So, you know, I, you know, you, as you say that I help you grow, you help me grow a lot as well. And and I think that's what the the role is for all of us here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we really help each other out. Um, so yeah, every time I, I see her, I I feel like I have a message, or I, I would lead her a certain way, and and you lead me a certain <laughs> way, and you would tell me a few things, and I would tell you a few things, and. And you know there are some things that she may not understand, and then I might guide her a little bit, just because I'm I'm not that much actually ahead spirituality from you. I, if anything, I, I really think you're gonna, you know, grow more than you really think. Um, you're you're really there already, and there's so much more to learn. I think um, there's a lot of power in finding your people too. Mm-hmm. Where um, I don't know about you guys, but like there are times where I'm a little closed off to talking about it mm-hmm. just because you don't know how people are going to receive you. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. And so when you find somebody who's open to hearing about all of your experiences, of course it's going to help you because it's going to stop living just within. Absolutely. Myra and I were talking earlier about how a lot of times the way that shows up for us is it sounds like just like if as if we were having inner dialogue. Correct. So it's really easy for you to just overlook it or mm-hmm. look past it and... So, you know, I'm wondering if that helps your growth as mm-hmm. well when you've got somebody where you can actually speak it out loud and make it real. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, I guess a lot of people might think that we're crazy. Like, exactly. We're, to- we're totally nuts just because <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. And just finding the right people around you just so we can have a conversation and, and express yourself comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge deal. Um, you know, and, and not being judged a certain way or anything like that. It's, 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 oh man, totally. And, and I guess that's one of the, um, you know, maybe my role is to introduce her to all these people. I mean, you already know, obviously a lot of people already, but you know, with, with anything in life, you know, there's a lot of people that are there for uh, as a role in your life and to help you, to help you grow. So yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the people around you, you know, it's, it, it totally helps you ascend and, and grow further. Yeah. I will say, especially to, from my standpoint, again, being more religious and spiritual, mm-hmm. being around Myra, and I have another friend also who's very spiritual, it's opened my eyes, and Tony, um, it's opened my eyes to, there is a little bit more to what I was raised and mm-hmm. to what I was taught. And it doesn't, I'm starting to kind of, comprehend the fact that just because I'm opening this door doesn't mean that I'm completely ignoring the Mm -hmm. beliefs that I not only was I don't want to stay raised on but like I truly believe them just based Mm -hmm. on my own personal experiences Mm -hmm. so to to be around others that open my eyes a little bit to say okay you know what maybe there is something to it it Mm -hmm. is it is kind of kind of welcoming and I I think it kind of helps Mm -hmm. tie everything together Mm mm-hmm I think too, as far as that goes, one of the things that I was, <laughs> so when I first brought this up to my mom, and remember, we weren't raised mm-hmm. 
with a specific religious belief. But when I first brought it up to my mom, she was like, and what kind of cult have you joined? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is not a cult. I'm happy to, I'm happy to say that now five, six, seven years later, she is fully open Mm -hmm. and no longer thinking that it's cult like behavior. Mm -hmm. However, I will say, even though it, I was not brought up with a specific religious belief. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to find out um, as I started to learn more about spirituality that it really doesn't conflict mm-hmm. with religion. No. Because that was something right. where... Tell that to my mother. <laughs> exactly. I tell that to my mother. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I, th- I feel like everybody's mother, unless they're right. learning it from their mother, is going to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, but because that was important to me at first, just because, like I said, I, I wasn't raised with a specific mm-hmm. belief. So... I know this, it sounds crazy now, but when you're starting to get into something new, I wanted to make sure I wasn't like going down this path of like witchcraft. Or, yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds like really crazy right. now. It is but, because right. some people do believe that it's spirituality is witchcraft, but it's right. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but really quickly, I want, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, but when Kim said that, you know, it's, opened I don't know if you guys saw but so I wanted to end with why you guys are so important in my life and how you've changed it Mm -hmm. but I have to tell you this right now Kim because when you said that we opened up your eyes or your thought about spirituality I felt my heart open up and what I was going to thank you for is I know that God put you in my life because you taught me how to open up my heart and you taught me how to be vulnerable (laughs) and excuse the tears. I'm sorry. (laughs) You taught me how to trust people again. And that's huge. Mm Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm like, can I get some tissues? I, I didn't realize it was that this, kind of a podcast. This is just beautiful. So awesome. I, I felt that when you said that, like my heart just opened up, like physically, like I felt that. And I might not tell you often, but that's... <laughs> tissues. Thanks. I needed this. <laughs> so I, I wanted to lead in prayer, but I guess we can end in that. But I wanted to tell you about my experiences. And for me, I was born Buddhist. So naturally, we're spiritual. But my parents sent me to Catholic school when I was six. So I saw, I learned about religion. I saw all of my friends take communion except for me. And I have a Bible that was given to me because everybody had one. I know all the prayers, but I still was born very spiritual. And when I was a kid, we would go to Thailand every year, and my uncle would have us sit and meditate. And, you know, like here, people teach their kids to go in the corner and um, have a timeout. You know, for us, we sat and meditated. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a huge difference but then all of these things happen in your life that cloud your spirituality and for me I've had so many near life I mean I'm sorry near death experience experiences like you know I almost drowned and somebody saved me Um, when I was one I had pneumonia 
and I had a hundred and some odd fever and they put me on an ice mattress and I've been hospitalized for pneumonia and all of these things I feel like you know were experiences to build up my strength Mm -hmm. for whatever experiences Mm -hmm. I'm going to have now Mm -hmm. and um I, oh, I always look for guidance. And for me, it's always been God. I, I, I don't, there's not a difference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we believe in Buddha, but for me, you know, the, it was always God to mm-hmm. save my life so many times. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful I'm here. So I mm-hmm. know that there's more mm-hmm. to do f- for whatever reason I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it just keeps getting stronger mm-hmm. and stronger. And I thought that I wanted to, um, I think maybe also right after that relationship breakup, I had my first Reiki session. And I think that it also opened up my um, th- like third eye or receptiveness to what mm-hmm. was going ar- on around me. Mm-hmm. So... I believe that our faith is what brought us here, whoever we believe in. But I've always believed that there was God and a higher power, mm-hmm. and I wasn't alone. And after all of my near-death experiences, I've also had some really holy experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I know that one of my guardian angels is a Virgin Mary mm-hmm. and I'm Buddhist mm-hmm. and I went to Catholic school. And so I, I just know that like I've always been guided and protected. And now that I'm learning more things about spirituality, mm-hmm. even though I might be afraid, mm-hmm. I just have to keep telling myself that I'm protected. Mm-hmm. So And for you, Lindsay, (laughs) you brought out this competitive nature in me that like just opened me up to be fearless and not have any doubt about myself. Um, And I knew from the first moment that we met that you would be someone that would be in my life for a very long time. And I just had that feeling and I felt like we knew each other forever so um when you told me about the journey of souls I read the book and then I was like maybe we were soulmates before (laughs) and we're soul family now because we keep seeing each other um and then I, I just I don't know I just get this warm tingly feeling whenever I'm with the two of you and um with Kim it's just a different energy like she's opened me up to so many things that I was so afraid and protected about Mm -hmm. and um Andy (laughs) always tells me not to doubt myself (laughs) because all of these experiences are new to me and they're a lot more enhanced now that I know things um that have happened, whether it be bad or good, I just have this feeling that it's going to happen. And 
you're guided to talk about it or not talk about it in the right moment. Um, so I felt like this story of our spirituality had to be told so mm -hmm. that we could enlighten each other mm -hmm. and move forward and like just helping uplift the mm -hmm. world. So I bought the Akashic Records book mm -hmm. when I had it read because she told me to do it. So I, I was reading and Linda Howe, who writes the book, her first experience with it was when she received her first prayer, was when she, um, on September 11th, 2001, mm -hmm. when the Twin Towers fell. And what she wrote in the book um, is that the entire world opened up their hearts because we all became vulnerable together. Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful in that moment that anybody who was meant to heal felt it. Mm -hmm. I think that happened to us this year too. Mm -hmm. um, I remember uh, I had a closing on March 27th, which was two weeks after we all got shut down and I'm walking downtown to drop off keys to a closing that I couldn't even get into. And that night I prayed to any, every God and spiritual higher power that the world would heal. Mm -hmm. And on my walk, I walked by St. Peter's church downtown, which has a crucifix of Jesus and in that moment, I knew that he was there with us. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, whatever you believe in, there's always someone there to protect you. Mm -hmm. And you're always protected. And so many times that I could have not been sitting here, but there's a reason that I still am. Mm -hmm. And my life could have been so different but now I'm here with people that have so much faith in spirituality and I can talk to them about the experiences mm -hmm. that I'm having mm -hmm. because I feel these energies and I just know things when I think I'm having conversations with myself. Mm -hmm. It's not really just a conversation with myself. <laughs> it's just a sense of knowing mm -hmm. of consciousness now. So. Mm -hmm. So if anything, my role, or even our role here for you, is to really affirm to you that you're guided, if anything, um, which is the most important thing. You're not alone. Um, so I'm, I know you've talked about this in the past where, you know, you, you, know, you, you would doubt it or you, know, you weren't 100% sure of, of what's going on. And, and, and remember, our guides would say, you know, you know as, if, as if you need more affirmation that, that, <laughs> that you're, you're in the path. <laughs> you know, so as you could tell, you're you're in this amazing path right now, and and just and maybe our our, our roles are just a sort of reminder for you that hey, you are being guided. You're not alone, certainly not. Uh, and and if anything, you talked about uh, you know the topic of soulmates earlier, and I think society really just makes it romanticized. Like you know, when you think of soulmates, <laughs> it's like oh my god, I'm gonna meet my soulmate, my my lover, my 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 forever love. And but really, it's it's not that romantic i mean like there's all these soulmates that we have that are just friends or or you know acquaintances even like 
but you know you had all these you feel so connected just because you had a, a relationship in the past that you feel so connected and you know there's different roles i mean even even now i mean for goodness sakes we might have been been you know, boyfriend girlfriend or even friends or family right you know you, you both could have been my sisters in my past <laughs> life obviously that's not very romantic you know <laughs> but but really you know when we talk about soulmates you know um brothers and sisters or parents um a mother and a son or a daughter and a father could could have been soulmates because there right. was a relationship there. So just as a reminder that, you know, we're here being guided by our guides, whoever they may be. And um, and I'm even getting this message now that we're here for each other. Um, I think we also work really hard to humanize mm-hmm. everything um, to try and make sense of it because mm-hmm. the human brain has to try to make sense mm-hmm. of try to be logical, everything, right. even if there is no, yeah. So I think a lot of times we try and put it on a human level. Mm-hmm. That's not where it exists. Mm-hmm. It exists in a completely different, you know, <laughs> completely different element in a completely different form, but mm-hmm. we try and put it mm-hmm. on this human, in this human embodiment so that Correct. we can make sense of what it is. And I think that also presents challenges, it also makes it tangible for us. Correct. But I love, um, Myra, what you were sharing, because one of the things that you've brought to me is, um, so <laughs> during one of my Akashic readings, they brought up the concept of the mother witch. And mm-hmm. I was like, the mother witch? And they said, you know, it's not, it's not like the human kind of witch that we all have mm-hmm. this idea of. What the mother witch is, is it's, the person who has seen it all Mm -hmm. throughout so many lifetimes in so many life forms that they don't go through life with the lens of right and wrong Mm -hmm. because they just, they know that those are human things that Mm -hmm. people have applied to Mm -hmm. the way that we live. Mm -hmm. They see everyone for something completely different that like exists at the soul level. Mm -hmm. And the second that I heard that, all I could think of was you (laughs) So mother came up in my reading. (laughs) She was like, are you a mother? I was like, no. But she was like, well, you have been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's that nurturing side where I just feel like you are open to any human that you come into contact with. I mean, Mm -hmm. like talk about a story right here, how you guys (laughs) came together and you open yourself up to experience what everybody might be, what they might do, what they might teach you, what you might teach them. Mm-hmm. And I, that's something that I've learned a lot from you because I'm pretty closed off, or at least I was pretty mm-hmm. closed off. And I just feel like um, you've taught me to be really open to what anyone might bring. And I don't know, I feel like for me, that was like mother witch all over because you've just (laughs) nurtured so much through so many different lives that you're now in this life open to anyone that might need your presence and open to what you might experience through them thank you yeah that makes so much sense in what I've been told about myself and um I I am like so blessed to be around people that can help guide me in the right direction and know that, uh, like Andy said, that it's affirming everything that I've experienced and believe to be true. And 
I thought it was just me that had these random thoughts (laughs) (laughs) that I was like, okay, well, why am I thinking about that? But okay. And then like maybe a day or two later, oh, that makes total sense now. (laughs) Yeah. So, and a lot of times it's, you know, sometimes it it, it helps me know that I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're certainly in the right path. So and it's I, a long path. <laughs> There's I, a lot of learning. Yeah, I think, but you're in the right path. I, so one of my favorite things is that I always learn from a three-year-old because they're innocent. They've not been influenced. And they see the world as they see it. Mm-hmm. And that's an experience that you you always want to relive, like bring out your inner child so that you can see things with you know, through the vision of a child with no inhibitions. So I think that um, maybe we all played in the same playground. I bet we did. I'm, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think yeah. so. You know, and it, it's funny because um, little kids at that age still have such a strong soul connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. You know, and so it, it's just kind of fun to watch them mm-hmm. and see what they might come up with and what they might say and... Yeah, I love that. And I really hope that we all played in a sandbox. That's <laughs> that would have been the like. best. I mean, we are kind of playing in the same sandbox now. We right, really as adults. Are. <laughs> <laughs> this is just all a game. <laughs> well, and don't you guys feel so curious right now, like just being in the presence of that same energy where it's like, I wonder what, what have you experienced? Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you about how I cured my anxiety mm-hmm. through knowing or what the experience was when I lost my dad. And I want to hear about like your experience. And I just feel like there's so much Connection. room for information. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we first started this this podcast, we were talking about how we breathe and this thing about <laughs> your, 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 your nose and the breathing and stuff like that. And right away, I'm like, oh, like, I just went through that. And we're like, the same person? And I, and I feel like we're already making that connection. Like, I have a role here for you when it comes to that. You know? Now I mean, you're going to go do hey, sleep I, I just went through that. I just went this sleep apnea surgery and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, I've been you know thinking about that because I've always been told you have this thing about my nose and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And right away, my goodness sakes, it didn't even take a minute, <laughs> you know? When we first sat down, right? And how many times do you think humans just bypass that? Right. Where they don't even, you know, it was like, oh, that was a nice connection. And they walk away. Right. Like, don't you think that there are so many times where people would just like get caught up with whatever they're doing and And not even think? I think it's just time for you to literally sit right there when we're right. Right. At that moment, you know. Totally. It was just that time. And I think with, with all of us, you know, there are just the right time. I like what you're saying about time. I think that time plays a huge role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because your timing, like that's a huge part of what you've talked about with all of us. Like there was a very specific time that Mm -hmm. different things came into Mm -hmm. your experience for you. And And here you were. Or here you were, you know. Yeah, me and Myra mentioned about that Facebook post. I mean, I'm very careful in what I say about, you know, about myself in, in the spiritual sense because like we talked about earlier, not everybody will get it. Yeah. You know, people will just think I'm too crazy. But at that time, and, you know, but Myra was going to look at my my wall and she saw it. And it mm-hmm. was just the right time for her to see and the right time for us to connect and right for us to talk about it. It, it, it was just the right time. Yeah. And I love how that plays a role because mm-hmm. I know when I met Myra for the first time, mm-hmm. it, it I didn't know it at the time. Um, it was a mutual friend of ours that mm-hmm. brought us together 
And I didn't realize at the time it would be a while until Mm -hmm. I would see her again. And at that time, I just thought, oh my gosh, this human is just so, she's so open and Mm -hmm. she's so inquisitive and she's Mm -hmm. curious. And of course it helped that she was being introduced by this other human that was just like, you know, the coolest Stevie Nicks like, <laughs> energy ever where I knew that we were supposed to be in life together. Mm-hmm. So then that obviously helps when someone that you already know you're supposed to do life together brings another person in. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. But I had no idea at that time what this would like end up, you know, becoming how it builds. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I just, you know, then I wonder like, are there experiences that I've, left but then i also have to trust that you know Those people come in and out yeah correct. Yep. yeah and everybody's here for a different period of time some people longer than others correct you know certain roles certain certain reason mm-hmm. i got hung up on that mm-hmm. so when we met we were at a gathering and there was multiple people there and um lindsay and her sister ashley and i kind of got drawn together mm-hmm. by each other mm-hmm. and we just like just lit up when mm-hmm. when we met. It was it was like we were talking about things that you would only talk about when you with your, known like your best friend. <laughs> and we just met. And we had just met. And and I know it's hard it's hard to imagine um someone when you don't know them. Mm-hmm. But my sister is not like the most open and giving of herself. Like it takes her a while just to get mm-hmm. to know if she wants to be, you know, mm-hmm. like friendly with someone. So when she was opening up like that so quickly, <laughs> I'm like, that's just not her norm. And it's very similar to, to our conversation yeah. at the very beginning. I remember uh, it was an Aria holiday party when yes. we, 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 we mm-hmm. were, you know, we, 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 we met we, we, in person. Right, in person. Mm-hmm. And, and we had to, you know, set aside time to talk about spirituality Mm-hmm. At that time, and even wait, how did you event. guys get on the topic of spirituality? I saw his post on Facebook. Yeah. So it was a Facebook post right. that you which, which I don't usually. I mean, I, I give hints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like once once right. in a do while. You, like, do you drop it to see if anybody picks up on it, and we'll start a conversation with you? Subconsciously, I, I think I so I too. Do. Yeah. Cause do you do you do that? Are you just kind of like? Um, I haven't. I kind of. I haven't done that, but I feel like the people who are ready are. Yep. Um, attracted to me. Correct. Got it. So they kind of bring it to you. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And that's what happened. So you put a post out about mm-hmm. Akashic Records and I just <gasps> learned what no it was way. about. Mm-hmm. This was like three years ago mm-hmm. maybe. So is this mm-hmm. like my first reading? Because that, that would have been like three years ago and yes. I think like I was talking yes. to you about it. Yes. And when I first started telling you mm-hmm. we're totally, I don't think you had heard about it before. No. And that's mm-hmm. when I was like, mm-hmm. we have to read Journey of Souls. Mm-hmm. Okay, And I believe it. I just had my Akashic Records read at okay. that time and I had expressed myself on social media, which I usually don't. Like, uh, but you just know, like felt At that felt time really I felt compelled. like I had to. Well, now we know, the, you know, yeah, now we know why. the reason why. <laughs> and even at the NARP event, I believe that we had this conversation as mm-hmm. well. And remember, there was hundreds of people there. And then I I even remember, you know, Myra, she's a top agent. She she was in the very VIP section of of the event. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, I'm not even supposed to be there. And we're like, no, we got to find a way to to have a conversation because this is something we need to discuss. And, you know, and we just find a way, you know, to to continue the conversation. And obviously that's continued on and on and on until now and for a very long time. But uh, yeah, it's, it was just the right time, and um, and I think when 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 things are supposed to happen, we we make it happen. Um, yeah. And yeah, and it continued on. It continued on from there, and obviously it grew and grew from there. 
But it's very similar from, I mean, just listening to both of you, to both of your stories, it, it was very similar to our story mm-hmm. as well, where, you know, there was a lot of people there and we just, and we were drawn to each other and had, and you need to have the conversation about spirituality. Yeah. So Andy was the one who kept telling me, you need to read up on your clairs, you need to read up on your clairs. And I was like, okay, but I don't see stuff and I'm not ready to see things. And he was like, just read up on your clairs. So then when I started smelling things, I told him, I said, okay, I know you told me that um, I need to stop asking for confirmation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not sure why I'm having these experiences, but I'm having them for a reason. And so I called him right away. I was like, I have to tell you what just happened. And you're right. I don't need any more confirmation because what has happened to me this week is definitely proof in real life of my sense of smelling. And, and, real, and real quick, um, when I told her about Read Up on Her Claire's, I had no idea whatsoever or why I'm telling her that. Really? I'm just like, it just came to me. Like, I, I need to, to tell her, I need to tell Myra to read up on her clairs and me as a person me as andy i'm like why am i telling her this like this is out of this world like why am i telling i have no idea there was no reason why i had to tell her about reading up on her clairs and i just had to tell her that and i told her that and as as you can see there's a reason why i had to tell her that because it's part of her (laughs) for sure part of her growth well i'm excited to ask both of you a question i'm not going to do it right now because that's not what we're here for but um, if I do have time for a question, do you, yeah. do you guys feel like you're resisting anything right now? Like in your journey or your, your experience, like, is there anything that you're currently resisting? Yes. <laughs> Tony's shaking his head and Andy's going to say the same thing to me because I am so afraid now that I know that my sense of smell is a clear, I'm so afraid for to see and actually hear like I hear now but like you it's like my thoughts right Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like your sense of knowing yeah like you have a choice yes Mm -hmm. right like right now you have a choice to be like oh that's in my that's that's just a thought I'm having I can walk away from that that's just an internal dialogue Mm -hmm. but if it's not but if it's not uh, you keep hearing it and it keeps getting louder (laughs) and then it's right there as a sign Mm -hmm. that this is what you need to do and that's the part, right? Because right. once it presents like that, you can't just like say, "Oh, it's just a thought in my head." And right. you have to realize some of the thoughts are not even yours. They're, you know, they're guy. You're being suggested those. Mm-hmm. That was the part. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't, th- I don't know if you were here when we were talking about this. So Myra and I were talking about it because we mm-hmm. both just recently had a reading, mm-hmm. and um, forever, I've just had thoughts in my head where it's like my internal dialogue mm-hmm. sounds like my voice mm-hmm. if i had to guess mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah, <Sure>. right <laughs> for sure it's yours uh, yeah. right so so there it is yeah. so that's exactly so so i was saying to myra i'm like it wasn't until this reading uh-huh. where i was just thinking like oh, i'm having these random thoughts but thankfully this was the first time that somebody said make note of everything mm-hmm. your thoughts if you see something, if you hear something, if you smell something, mm-hmm. well, none of those other things happen for me. I saw colors. I saw like flashes of light, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But I would never have thought anything of this because it could have been like a change in the sun or it could have mm-hmm. been a change, you know, like mm-hmm. any of it. And so I made note of it. And it wasn't until that reading where she confirmed that it was the exact same thing at the exact same time that I was mm-hmm. experiencing it mm-hmm. that I realized like, wait a minute, 
this might not just be mm-hmm. my thoughts. This might be the way that I download, it's a, download. Mm-hmm. a message. Yep. And so to say it out loud today where I'm like, you know, it kind of just presents like this. I was like, yeah, that's how it happens for me too. I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to, cause that's, that's sort of a little bit of what I'm resisting where I'm mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I kind of like the idea of where nothing happens unless I'm sitting in a chair or talking mm-hmm. to somebody about mm-hmm. my Akashic records or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> just because you said the word download, I mean, like that's affirms to me right now. Right? We've known so, each other for a long time. Right. So that's where it's like, okay, so now I need to, I need to be more accepting of it. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, and I know you've got a lot more that you're exploring. I haven't even gotten there yet. Well, is it scary to know that this is getting stronger and the next two mm-hmm. are seeing and hearing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like the other night, so I smelled gasoline again and I was about to go to bed and I'm trying to work on sitting in silence. But things like this happen when I sit in silence, okay? And I'm really working on it. Um, so I go to bed an hour early. I'm thinking I'm just going to lay here for an hour before I fall asleep, just in silence. Mm-hmm. So then I start smelling gasoline. And I was like, I know you're back for a reason. I'm not ready to see you or hear you. Can you please show me in another way how I can help you? because I'm just not ready. <laughs> and Andy tells me all the time that you can't fight it. And I was like, yeah, but you're not sitting at home alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that, but that, that leads me to another question mm-hmm. about fighting it. So, cause I'm wondering like that whole resistance and like letting it flow. Mm-hmm. And you've, I, I've heard and I've read and I'm sure you you mm-hmm. guys have as well mm-hmm. about like putting up a shield or like blocking mm-hmm. certain energy mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, do you guys feel like it's possible to put that shield up entirely and not allow yourself to experience it mm-hmm. when it's trying to come through? Or do you feel like once it's found you? Well, there's a, there's a whole different realm out there than just the physical that we have now. I mean, we're human, we're in, we're in this earth, we're in this particular realm. But there's a certain realm that just will 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 be coming and going in your life. I mean, we t- you talked about the you know the gasoline and things like that. You know, you know, there's a certain there's a certain being there that you know you mentioned that needed help. So they will come to you, whether you whether you're you're ready or not. And and a lot of people feel that they just, they just put it aside and, and, yeah. and like as you said, um, you know, it's very human to try to put logic into it. Yep. And and put you know the human aspect for it. Um, I'm only but it's trying not all to human. put human logic to it because mm-hmm. it's scaring you half to death. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am scared of ghosts. <laughs> but I keep telling myself that uh, I'm always protected. I'm mm-hmm. always protected. I'm always protected. Yeah. Because I'm obviously given this for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go with the flow. But if I call you guys late at night <laughs> because I saw something. <laughs> well, and that brings my, like, what about law of attraction? Do you feel like law of attraction oh, applies sure. here? So oh, it's for like sure. yep. you put good energy out. So only good energy will be attracted yeah, to sure. you so that you don't need to be. I mean, obviously, it's terrifying to have these like new experiences. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, because yeah, the universe like listens to us and, and they, you know, like attracts like, you know. And, and going back to what Myra was saying, I think people just fear what you don't understand. Yeah. So, and I was keep on telling Myra, you know, this all these things that you're going through right now, this is your new normal. You realize that, right? <laughs> you know, um, 
you know, it, I've accepted I know that. We, we keep on saying <laughs> this is weird and this is so weird and weird here, weird there. And I'm like, like it's not Myra weird. just had to really just accept it. This is your new normal. <laughs> weird is your new normal. This is, you're going to keep on saying that. Just, that's just how it is now. So now when I have these experience, I either call Andy or Tony because I don't, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so sometimes it helps for me to discuss it with somebody who understands where yeah. I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the next experience I'm sure will happen because I am going that way. So. <laughs> well, and you're opening yourself up to it too. Yeah. Right? And like so you're accepting it and you're opening it. Mm-hmm. My sister, she sees and hears and she will not um, let it get strong. Because she protects herself because she's mm-hmm. scared. Yeah. And um, she goes, you're opening yourself up to it. And I said, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> I feel like it's being presented to me for me to open up to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go with the flow, mm-hmm. even though I might be scared. But I'm learning to mm-hmm. I think it's more fear and doubt. As far <laughs> yeah. as you understand this this world on, on you know this this subject i think that fear will go away um and and, and, and it slowly and, has like right. i'm not scared now when i smell gasoline mm-hmm. you know because now you're putting like a little like you're able to apply some understanding to it or mm-hmm. like at least know that you won't smell gasoline forever right yeah you have an idea of where it's coming from mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. and i think especially when you know the the purpose is, is presenting itself and why and why this is happening and I, and I truly feel that, you know, with MITRE learning all these things, it's just really for, for the common good. It's, it's really to help others. It's really to be there and, and use these modalities that she's learning, really, not only for herself, but, you know, to, to really heal other people. Because as you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, she already has that very nurturing yes. personality. Um, and a lot of things that she has gone through in her past has, has really, you know, really preparing herself um, for what she's going to do in the future. And I really feel that about her. The and whole I keep time reminding that you're her, talking, yeah. the only thing that's going through my head is think of all the people that will be helped. Think of all the people right. that will be helped. Mm-hmm. Because you expose yourself to so many people. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to carry this message or carry this energy or healing or however mm-hmm. you choose to look at it or mm-hmm. put it into action. And I just keep thinking like, oh my gosh, the ripple effect. So right. many people, so many people. Right. And, and, you know, we might have chosen that too. Um, you know, it it hasn't been easy, as you know, in in, in your past and even in my past, probably yours too. That it hasn't been easy, but I think there's a reason for that. It, it's really to prepare yourself uh, for you know now that you're learning all these things too. You really to prepare yourself for what you can do for for the future and for others. And I really feel that about you, Myra. Because there's so much for you to do. Yeah. Um. I've always wanted to help people. And but in a way that I it makes everybody else feel good. Mm-hmm. So I always dreamt about being a philanthropist. <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? You are dream. now. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe my philanthropy is not monetary. Maybe my philanthropy is spirituality. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I I've endured so much to be so strong and I'm hoping that it's to help everybody else who has gotten lost just like I have and now finding my way back 
and knowing that I was meant for so much more because I think we all are meant for so much more. Mm -hmm. And it only takes that one person to hold your hand and take you there. I'm getting chills right now. Mm -hmm. And I bet you, years from now, we're going to listen to this podcast and and listen to what Myra just said just now. Um, because I do feel like years from now, you are going to help a lot of people. Uh, the philanthropy that you're talking about, I bet you years from now, we're going to go back to this, Tony, this particular podcast, and we're going to listen to what Myra just said. And like, see, see here, we knew about it. Here's where, in, here's where it we first We knew came. about it in, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And, you know, look what she's doing now. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah. And I do feel that now. It's just, you literally just got chills right now. You're like, yeah, you're going to go back to this and listen to this again years from now. And yeah, see, I told you it's going to happen. Well, and that's like the way that it presents for me is like an absolute calm. Mm -hmm. And so like the way that you're saying this to me, it already exists. Like it's just, you know, like I get like, you know, there are different times where you're going to feel like really excited about something or get chills. And mm -hmm. for me, when I know that I've already connect, like I've connected with something that is just mm -hmm. like it, it already exists, just mm -hmm. not, you know, like not in this part of time. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how I feel right now where I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, you're on it. Yep. <laughs> Here you go. We're with feeling that, the same things. Yeah. I want to um, conclude with a prayer of gratitude. And I'm super grateful that God has put us here together so that we can change our lives and the lives of others, which you have both done for me already. And I pray that we all can change the world in some small shape or form and that we're always protected and that our love and light continues to grow and glow and shine through the world. So thank you guys so much for thank you being on this journey with <laughs> me. And I'm so glad we decided to come here on this lifetime together and play in the same sandbox. We had, we obviously... Um, I had a lot of fun planning this. <laughs> <laughs> I really think. Yep. We knew what we were going to do. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank That's you. awesome. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you.